Peace be with you. I'm Father Frank Skelly, a Redemptorist priest assigned to Our Lady Perpetual Help Church in Brooklyn. Our reflections today will be on the Gospel for the third Sunday of Lent, Cycle A. The reading is from the Gospel of John, Chapter 4. Jesus came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of land that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down there at the well. It was about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? For Jews use nothing in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who was saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you a living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you do not even have a bucket, and the cistern is deep. Where then can you get this living water? Are you greater then than our father Jacob, who gave us this cistern and drank from it himself with his children and his flocks? Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. The water I shall give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I may not be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come back. The woman answered and said to him, I do not have a husband. Jesus answered her, You are right in saying, I do not have a husband. For you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worship on this mountain, but you people say that the place to worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Believe me, woman, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You people worship what you do not understand. We worship what we understand, because salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. And indeed, the Father seeks such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, the one called the Christ. When he comes, he will tell us everything. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one who is speaking with you. At that moment, his disciples returned and were amazed that he was talking with a woman. But still no one said, what are you looking for? Or why are you talking with her? The woman left her water jar and went into the town and said to the people, come see a man who told me everything I have done. Could he possibly be the Christ? They went out of the town and came to him. Meanwhile, the disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. So the disciples said to one another, Could someone have brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of the one who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say in four months the harvest will be here? I tell you, look up and see the fields ripe for the harvest. 
The reaper is already receiving payment and gathering crops for eternal life, so that the sower and reaper can rejoice together. For here the saying is verified, that one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the work, and you are sharing the fruits of their work. Many of the Samaritans of that town began to believe in him because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me everything I have done. When the Samaritans came to him, they invited him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. Many more began to believe in him because of his word, and they said to the woman, We no longer believe because of your word, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. It's a long gospel, isn't it? Why do we have to read the whole conversation between Jesus and the Samaritan woman? What a waste of time. Many times we have this attitude because we're always trying to save time. But Jesus was content to spend time with this woman in order to save her. For Jesus, this conversation was not a waste of time. Jesus had time to listen to people. Who listens to you? Who is the person in your life that spends time to understand you? In our parties, there are a lot of people talking, but who is listening? In political campaigns, there are a lot of people speaking, but who is listening to the people? We all need someone to listen to us. In today's gospel, we have the example of Jesus who spends his time listening. It's difficult to listen. Our inability to listen is the cause of many problems in our lives. We do not hear the voice of God in our lives because we do not listen. We do not hear the cries of our family asking for attention because we do not listen. We do not hear the sufferings of our neighbor because we do not listen. Here in any church, there are the screams of people suffering with the problems of today. Fear of losing their job, not enough money, sickness in the family, an unfaithful spouse, the death of a loved one, problems in school, worries about the future, thoughts of suicide. Can we hear those screams? No, because they are silent screams. Every congregation has silent screamers. After mass, we'll say, how are you doing? And the response is always the same. I'm fine, my family is fine. We're the fine family. Sometimes when we are listening, we can hear that things are not fine. And what do we do? Many times it's easier not to listen. Simply hear the words and leave well enough alone. Listening means getting involved in the life of another. And very often we don't want to do this because it can be complicated. And we can have the same attitude with our neighbors as with our family. It's easier not to listen to our spouse's problems or to our children's problems. It's easier to believe that everything is fine. There aren't any problems in my family. And after something terrible happens, we say, who knew? I didn't know anything was wrong. Our world is filled with noise. There are so many distractions. There is not much room for silence. The television is on day and night, loud music, computer games, and little conversation. We hear a lot of foolishness. And in the middle of the noise, if we are listening, we hear a voice from the depths asking us, who is listening to me? Who really knows me? Who knows that at times beneath the smiles there are tears? Who knows that underneath the brave face lies a person filled with fear? 
The lack of persons to listen to us is the cause of much loneliness in our world. We don't want to waste time, but very often we don't know what is a waste of time. Is it a waste of time to spend time with a sick person who can no longer recognize us? Is it a waste of time to listen for the fifth time the story of a neighbor? Is it a waste of time to play with a child? Is it a waste of time to spend time in silence before the Blessed Sacrament? God always listens to us, and God wants us to listen to each other, not only to God, but to our family and our neighbor. Jesus is a model for us to imitate. If I want to be listened to, I have to learn to listen. When we pray, Lord, hear my prayer, we have to ask if we are listening to God in our lives. God speaks through the needs of others, in the problems of our family, in the situations of the world. Do we listen or not? Can we hear the voice of God in the people around us?